Crom. Greetings, mortals. You are listening to Bourbon and Barbarians, an actual play recording presented by the Cromcast. Did anybody have more than one attack per round anyhow? No. No. Nope. So now everybody's got two. Keep that in mind. <laughs> it's going to run really fast. Okay, so just so we don't lose sight of what happened in the larger scope of the last session. So the last session, you guys came upon Gregory uh, in the tomb of the bride which held arena right, right. Yes. and uh what happened to gregory he got hammered to death uh but hammer did be, hurt him to to be fair i didn't mean to kill him <laughs> so uh, yeah, yeah i i i bum rushed we like bum rushed him with the hammer that mm-hmm. he forged and uh smacked his his head and dropped him uh, he appeared to be dead or dying, and that's where we left him. We're not sure. Uh, we didn't coup de gras him or anything like that. Okay. Uh, someone, uh, someone took his shoes. Yeah. Yeah. Someone does have his sandals. <laughs> yeah. Who's wearing those? I thought Mike. I thought yeah. uh, Hank. Yeah. Hank. Hank's I thought him. Hank. He's like a clothes thief. <laughs> Yep. So you're wearing those sandals, Hank. You remember that? And the cape and the fez. And those uh, those sandals, you don't necessarily know what they do, but they glow. And uh, they glow with a magical aura. And uh, whenever you're walking, they leave no trace on the, the dust on the floor. So you're, you're kind of walking on air. Mike, are you there? He's muted. Oh. Sorry, I'm I, I. The chickens, after I put them back in the cage, uh, were acting up and being very loud. So you ate all of them? The chickens? No. Like like Fable. <laughs> that's how you Aussie, uh, Aussie style. That's how you. So have you guys ever played Fable on uh, on Xbox mm-hmm. back yeah. in the day? Yep. Like that's the that's one. Was that like one of the first games where you kind of chose your your morality, Josh? It's it's early on, yeah. yeah. It's, it's certainly one of the more uh, widely known ones. Yeah. Uh, if you quickly want to become evil, you can buy little hatchling chickens and eat them. You get even more evil points if if there's a big crowd of people there. So if you yeah. eat them in front of a crowd. <laughs> oh, man, I love that game so much. It's so because it's, it's, it's so easy. It's like an easy game for like someone who's not good at RPGs like me. You can just like. Mm. You just you just cast haste on yourself and get a battle axe like that was my way. That's how I won the game every time. I became like a berserker with an axe. Like I would just get like maximum attacks and just like button smash my way to, <laughs> to success. Yeah, I like the mul- the multi arrow. So time slow and then multi arrow. Yep. was was my build. Yeah, that was the uh, yeah. You, you use time slow and uh, the. Uh, 
the hasten sort of thing and the axe, and I would just like demolish. It was so much fun. So much fun. You could go smack random people and get get a uh, get bad points, or go like save somebody and get good points. You're the chicken chaser. <laughs> There's a hood. I was always the hood. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, I think that pretty much brings us up to up to point. I have one more question though. Where's Arena? We pulled her up through the floor with us. Uh huh. And where is she now currently? Um, my guess would be that uh, on the floor floor. next to the hole. And we have just uh, begun to pull up Grota. So she would be on the floor next to the hole. And uh, Hank would be kind of wandering around. And uh, the the other two, we would be there. But Brondo and Uleg pulling. pulling uh, uh, Grota up through the hole. Okay, cool. I just want, like, it's important for us to establish that Arena is part of the party now. Yeah. She's she's dead. She's gone. She's in, she's been in uh, Grota's arms up to this point, and she smells you guys are, of garlic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, you rubbed garlic all over too, didn't you? We've had a lot of garlic in the game. Yep. It occurs to me that we are we have brought the dead bride of Strahd to him. Mm-hmm. That's well, yeah, we, we did exactly that. Yep. Okay, so let's go, if you guys are good, let's go ahead and jump into it. Okay, is that good? I'm good. Yeah. Okay, so uh, where we are is within a large audience hall, and just to paint the picture. Uh, again, since we're jumping back into a fresh session here, uh, we have a scenario where there's dim light that comes from the courtyard outside of the castle, and it's falling into this room and jagged shafts of light because there's broken glass and like iron frames of a window on one wall. So the wall that's sort of like the exterior of the castle is partially one big old window with with like wrought iron that's sort of running along parts of it but it's shattered inward and so if you guys recall there was a terrible terrible storm that's been like whistling through the citadel as you were going up and down the the staircase and that kind of thing you could hear this storm here it has stopped raining but the wind is still whistling in occasionally through that shattered glass, right? And so within this very large room, it's an immense room, there's a chilly darkness. The cold from the outside is seeping in and the wind is sort of like wisping through the cobwebs that line like all of the corners of the room. And so on uh, one side, so directly across from the windows, so sort of like the interior wall of the room, like the interior castle, there are uh, double doors that lead east, and there are ornate door carvings that are obscured by a thick layer of dust. To the south, there is a door that leads 
again into the east wall. So there's a couple sets of doors that lead sort of towards the inside of the castle. At the far southern end of the hallway, there's a huge throne room or throne that's facing away from you. Okay, uh, and it's on sort of a raised platform. And where we last left off, we had uh, Hank with his his uh, multi focal like uh, uh, magic glasses that he had acquired. And magic he had, jewelers. <laughs> you had uh, looked in that direction, and it's dark in the in the room, right? But what you had saw, Hank, was that the emanation that came from the other side of the throne was such a vibrant ectoplasmic green. It just screamed like you, you put on as many of the sort of like uh, shading like lenses that would like cut down on the glare and it's still just screaming through. Uh, so there's, there is something undead and unter like, like terribly and unbearably, uh, uh, powerful on the other side of the throne. I'm gonna get everybody's attention and, and whisper that to them. Okay, yeah, and so you guys, uh, we have Groda, who is the final uh, person to be entering into the room. Uh, he enters the room, and he's essentially standing right over Arena, right? Because he's kind of been Arena's carrier the whole time. And we have uh, we have Brondo and we have Uleg that are sort of standing in between those two and Hank, who's kind of the closest to the throne. You all are still like in the middle of this, this large uh, room, uh, but you're kind of all in that like clustered up position. Does that make sense? Right. Yep. Because we've all just emerged uh, next to the hole. That's right, next to the <laughs> hole. Uh, and then on the other end of the room, it just bears mentioning there's a there's a stairwell. There's like staircases uh, that there's a staircase sort of away from that. Okay. Going. Can we tell if it goes up or down? Or you can't tell. Down? It's kind of that same sort of spiral fashion, uh, but you can't say for for sure. For sure, okay. mm. But it is a way out. Right. Yeah, that's that's the thing to point out that you've got uh, an open, shattered window. You guys are like up some number of stories. Yeah. There's an open, shattered window out of the castle. There is a stairwell behind you, and then there are a couple sets of doors that lead towards the interior of the castle. Okay. So who wants to go inside the castle? Who wants to go out the window? <laughs> uh, I think it would be good for us to get out, away from this room. What should I, I do with arena? What, what do you whisper to us, Hank? What do you, what do you say? I'm going to say, uh, I, I, I see a throne up ahead, and it there's this terrible glow uh, from some undead creature of, of immense power up there. I think it, it must be Strahd. I can't, and Hank's going to, like, turn to look at the big gaping hole in the floor. Like, I can't believe he doesn't know we're here. Well, he probably does. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, unless, uh, unless he's sleeping, perhaps there's a 
Maybe. Hmm. Mm. I don't know much about vampires, but I know they don't sleep in thrones. <laughs> what what do they do we coffins? Yeah, well, do we know that? <laughs> That's what I was waiting for. <laughs> <laughs> so we so you there's been no movement though. No. Just a just this just a dark cat. shape amidst this magical glow. All right. Um we should probably Try to hit that stairwell. Yeah, and and so you do start to hear the hollow chuckling that comes from the throne. You got you got unless you have Hank's glasses on, and Hank's the only one wearing Hank's glasses. You can't see anything. You right. hear uh, echoing uh, chuckling from the other side of that throne, and we'll just say. Let's see here. Just so we have a basis for for distance, you guys are like thirty feet away from from the throne, and so you're hearing it. It's cutting through the the quiet, you know, with the occasional occasional wind. So you guys are whispering really, really kind of like this. <laughs> and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna say he knows we're here, and. Uh, if he knows we're here, we might as well light some torches so we're at least not at a disadvantage. Grota, get the girl. We have to go. I've got her. She's on my shoulder. Uh, Do I still have a torch? If we don't kill him still have a torch. now, then she won't recover. This is a good Hank. point. Hank, I don't know if you could, like, you think you could take this guy? I don't think you could take this guy. Look, I mean, we, we've all grown up with you. We kind of know what kind of man you're made of. Um, you know, you went ham on some kobolds, but this is a whole different thing. And that was a long time ago. That was a long time ago. Hank's going to reach up and, like, grab the kobold teeth necklace. He's got to be like, he's, he's been hanging on to that for, like, the last couple of years. Uh, and now you've just shot it down, like, um, well, well, what if... What if you guys take her and I hide in the castle and, and wait till he falls asleep and kill him then? Well, I mean, so, do you ha- how does one kill a sleeping vampire? All right. Well, we're, we're hearing chuckling. Is like, is there any sort of uh, uh, magic that you have, Hank, that you could do, uh, you know, to distract him? I don't know. So, Where's so you, from? you guys all know that uh, that vampires, of course, are awake at night and sleep during the day, right? Uh, and you further know that vampires, when they sleep during the day, have to have some uh, safe place where they sleep. What if, what if we destroy that safe place somehow with him knowing we're here? Yeah, but is that same place right there? Like, right... <laughs> I mean... <laughs> you further know that it uh, that when you arrived to the castle, that it was becoming dark, and a storm set in, and it is now... I don't know, it's not necessarily the 11th hour, it's probably more like, what, like the, the, the ninth hour. Like, it is dark plus two hours. We've got a ways to go. Two hour and 30th minute. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I've, I've got offensive spells. I could throw a fireball at him, but I don't think that's going to matter. Maybe I, I, 
maybe we should try to parlay first. We're carrying the corpse of his bride. What's all this wee? You got a mouse in your pocket? We also... We, it's the royal wee. Oh, okay. <laughs> the group wee. I don't... The group wee. Also I'm not good at his grammar. Kitchen. Maybe he would... You start to hear the sounds of many, many wolves howling in the courtyard outside of the, the castle room that you're there. Like, they are just right out there. There are wolves innumerable that are howling outside of of the castle. Well, that's not part of the plan anymore. And the, the, yeah, chuckling, the chuckling continues, and he says... Oh, 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 my children of the night. What music they make. So at this point, let's go ahead and have uh, Josh go ahead and roll a d6. Okay. Okay. I rolled a six. Okay, awesome. So uh, you guys have one initiative. At this point, we are moving into combat just to like establish like like how things are happening because we're in a room it's getting a little bit tactical okay just to sort of set this out okay so uh so okay so the first step is to uh uh, sort of like declare movement and you guys are all sort of central within the room but josh i'll go ahead and lead off with you are you going to move from your current location like you guys can kind of have a, a, a quick second to sort of like formulate your actions but we're get, let's get tactical with stuff. Right. Okay. Um, so the side of the room where the throne is, is that the approximate side of the room where the stair, the, the spiral stairs are? It's the opposite side. Opposite. Okay. That's yeah. what I was hoping. Um, oh. So we should move away from the throne. I'm going away from the throne. And as I move, I'm going to pull my symbol, my holy symbol uh-huh. of the forge. And that's going to be in my hand, along okay. with my along with my hammer. Gotcha. Okay, understood. Uh, Justin, are you? What are you doing? Are you moving, or are you going to stay put? Uh, I'm moving back away from the hole, like back with Ule in the, sort of the same direction Ule is mm-hmm. going because the the stairs are are the way out or yep. away somewhere else. But yes, I'm also I'm I'm grabbing the warhammer, sort of backing up. Um, so that Hank and uh, Rhoda can come around. Understood. Okay. So, uh, so that's happening now. Uh, Mike, what are what is Hank doing? I, I oh, I'm so torn. Oh, Hank, um, <laughs> do, do what you want. You do you. Do what Hank would want. Hank's gonna put his hands out to or his hand out to, to the party and say take her and go, and he's gonna uh, run up towards uh, the throne and try to get Strahd talking so they can get away. Okay. Okay. So you are moving towards Strahd and the rest of the party's moving away. Okay, that's fine. Uh, now let's see so the final piece of the puzzle is what uh brondo no i'm sorry not brondo what groda is doing so john what is groda doing and just we haven't said it but by default we're gonna assume you're standing over arena 
are you picking her up? Yeah, I'm putting her back on my shoulder, Sacotator style. And I guess since Hank is, has commanded as such, I'm going to follow these dudes and try and get Arena out of here. Okay. And so the way we're going to play this is unless you explicitly tell me otherwise, Arena is over your shoulder. Yep. And that's that's where she is. Okay? Yep. Okay, cool. So that was movements. Uh, at this point, is anybody uh, actually armed to do any sort of missile combat or magic, magical combat? Can I get a spell off before I go see Strahd? Uh, yeah, like you can do it sort of like concurrent with your movement. So you're moving and you're casting the spell. Okay. So like before you start a parlay, right? Because to do magic, you've got to be like concentrating. You can't be like trying to bullshit him as well as like trying to yeah. cast spells. Because we're, uh, we're still hasted, right? So we, we're, I mean, like we're making good time to the stairwell <laughs> right there. Then I'm going to pop uh, mirror image. And that creates 1d4 additional images, which look exactly like me and act like me. And any time I take damage, it will hit one of the images first. And when an image gets hit, it disappears. So I basically 1d4. So there's there's no randomness. It like automatically it hits the other images. Is that right? Um. The images appear and remain next to the spellcaster moving if the spellcaster moves, taking talking if the spellcaster talks, and so forth. Spellcaster need not concentrate. The images will remain until the duration ends or until they are hit. The images are not real, cannot actually do anything. Any successful attack on the spellcaster will strike an image instead, which will merely cause it to disappear. This continues until all the images are dispelled. If the spellcaster is caught in an effect of area attack, Area type attacks that just fireball, all images disappear, and the spellcaster will be affected by the spell. Oh, and I got a three. So there's three mirror images on me. Okay, so there's you plus three. Me plus three. So basically, basically three, three free hits on me before I will take damage. Uh, and it's not even necessarily to like take hits it's more like demonstrate i'm a competent spellcaster to okay. him like obvious way because mirror images are obvious so such wondrous spells <laughs> okay uh and so is anybody else casting any spells are you doing anything josh nope no spells okay. this turn okay and no uh no missile combat uh okay and then there's no hand-to-hand combat to happen at this juncture. So, okay. So now it's, uh, Strahd, his turn. So, uh, you can see Mike, the green gets up like the green aura and quickly is circling around the room at a preternatural speed, uh, on the side of the doors uh, so, so basically the doors that we go towards the interior of the castle, that's where he's moving. The thing that is striking to you, Mike, is that you can see the aura, but there is not an actual, uh, uh, physical body to be seen. Like you just see the aura. Hmm. Okay. Um, can I... 
can I describe this to the party or am I out of sure? No, no. I mean, you can be, you can sort of talk about that and you guys look over like he's saying like, Oh, over by the door, over by the door. You guys look and there's nothing there. Like there, it is, it is just empty air. Okay. I'm going to yell it out and like, I can see him with these glasses. Trust me. He's over there. Um, and I'm going to say Strahd, I can see you. I know you're over there. Come parlay first. (laughs) <laughs> that's it that's, that's that's all he does he chuckles and he's that's his movement uh so the other bits of movement that happen is as he's passing by the doors one of them is opening wide and you see uh a black uh hooded shape like levitate and just sort of float into the room. Think about like the, uh, the death dealers of Harry Potter. That's kind of what happens. It's not moving fast though. This is just like a, a floating shrouded figure uh, with the hood pulled down low, or maybe the Nazgul, something like that. Like that's Mm -hmm. kind of what you're seeing here is, is a dark cloaked figure entering in the room through one of the doors. And then uh, in the, stairwell uh, that you guys are coming towards. You hear the thunderous pounding of feet. And with that, four zombies of incredible stature are coming up and entering into the room. So they're basically right at the stairwell. So that's movement. Uh, when, and when you say how big are these zombies, are they like giant zombies or no, 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 they're not, they're not giant. These are, these are zombies. And if you were reading the module, they would be called Strahd zombies. So, <laughs> so, but the thing that I'll note here is they are, they are clearly, uh, soldiers that have been resurrected. Like these are men of the keep. So they are not just like women and children zombies. These are like full fledged, like uh 25 year old, like super uh, infantry men of the keep that have come back again, zombies. Mm-hmm. And there are four of them. So I'm going to make a note for myself. So we have, Four zombies. We have Strahd. And then we have the other uh, cloaked character that's entered. So where is Strahd in relation to the zombies? Is he... He is basically on the wall... Uh, uh, like, like making his way towards the uh to the stairwell where the zombies are coming. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Hank, where is he? Wait, I'm, what I'm are those like, I'm pointing. I'm just gonna be pointing. Like, he's over there. He's over there. He's invisible. My love. Oh no! This is what I was that, afraid of. And you, you hear that that whispered possessive voice sort of like echo through the room. Uh, and there's there's no there's nothing there that's making the voice, guys. That's what's so weird about this is it's like an empty room, and you hear that. Uh, so that's movement, and 
that is action. Give me one more second. There's one more thing. Okay. That might happen. So now there are four zombies. There is invisible Strahd and there is a cloaked figure. That is exactly right. Okay. Yep. And this will not take long. He's talking I made... about our death. Yeah. Right. Oh man, this is. Hopefully, this will be fun. That's my that's my goal. Groda, go ahead and roll a uh, paralysis or turn to stone saving throw. So you'll need to roll a d20. Right. And I have to get. And you have to get over your, uh, like, whatever that value is on your character sheet. Got it. Over my paralysis or turn to stone. Yep. That's what we're going to do. Okay. It's 12 and I rolled a 13. Okay. Oh, so you did. Oh, yeah. Boy. Okay. <laughs> so uh, you. Uh, fall like you're you're carrying uh arena and you just uh go down like a like a a sack of potatoes and you just immediately are zonked out like knocked unconscious like go to sleep okay but i'm not turned to stone no you are not you were hit with a sleep spell uh and you are uh having this happen for the next eight turns. So we'll say it's effective here. So unless you're awakened or awoken otherwise, uh, you are asleep for the next eight turns. Got it. I've jotted that down. Oh, hell. Yep. I mean, you know, again, like, does the haste still apply? Does that speed anything up? No, no. Like that, that, if he was, if he was moving, yeah. Okay. Yep. He's sleeping twice as fast. Rota's down. <laughs> and Arena goes down. Whoop, goes down with it. Like goes down with him. And she she hits like she's like on his back. So she's just sort of like crumpled on top of him. <laughs> yep. And so okay. that's that's where we're at. Uh, and we'll cycle back around and we're on y'all's side. So uh, moving back around to Uleg the cleric, what is your next action in terms of movement? I'm moving toward Groda with the intention okay. to. I just saw him fall, right? Right, that's right. Yes. Yep. Flop to the floor. So I'm going to check on my buddy. Yep. Uh, what about you, uh, Brondo? I'm going to move towards Hank. Oh, okay. Understood. Okay. Yeah. And so Hank and uh, we'll just so, go ahead and say that you can get up to where Hank is currently. And we'll okay. see. So, so Hank, as far as your movement, are you are you changing your position, or are you going to stick close with uh, with Brondo, who's there now with you? Um, I think I'm going to stick where I'm at. Okay. How how big is this room? Is it greater? Can I tell if it's greater than 120 feet in any direction? Uh, it is not that large. It is more like uh, it's like. A hundred ish feet, a hundred, hundred twenty feet long, and okay. then half as wide. If that helps you out, okay. I just, I, I was, I, I've got some ideas on some spells, and I'm, I want to mm-hmm. make sure within range. Okay, um, I'm gonna stay where I'm at then. Okay, okay. So that's the those movements, and of course, John's not going anywhere. Uh, so that's movement. 
in terms of uh, missile combat or magic, uh, do I have anything from you guys? Yes. Um, nothing. Nothing from me. Okay. So what's what's up there, uh, uh, Hank? Um, is so Strahd's going along the wall towards the zombies. Uh huh. He is uh like he yeah he's he he was like he was basically moving and he casted that sleep spell. That's what he did last time around. And he is now in this next round of uh, actions. He will be with the zombies, if uh, or or like with the with the crew if he wants to if he wants to like according to his move. Yeah. Can I time it then? I'm gonna cast a dispel magic. I want it on Strahd to knock off his invisibility. But can I time it so that it hits? him right when he's with the zombies to try to like dispel the zombies if there's some kind of magic on them as well uh just moving that direction are they are they clumped when i can get it off sure yeah you can you can do that two um, monsters I mean, that's, one that's spell fine. yeah yeah, yeah. That's, that's fine. <laughs> i, yeah, I don't so, know if it'll do anything to the zombies but like it can't hurt right so uh so we'll go ahead and say so you're basically going to cast dispel magic so let's go ahead and reconcile that now so go ahead and uh is there any save or anything that goes along with that uh range 120 duration permanent effect destroys spell in a 20-foot cube Mm -hmm. spell destroys other spell effects in a cubic volume 20 by 20 by 20 okay effect magic items Uh uh-huh uh spell effects created by a caster of level equal or lower than a spell caster Automatically and immediately destroyed spell effects created by a higher level spellcaster may not be the chance of failure is five percent per level of difference between the spellcasters. And so, what level are you? You're I six. am six. Okay, and so and so you can do that. However, I don't. Yeah, no, it's cool. So, uh, and so we're like for the purposes of what we're doing here. We're slightly adjusting Strahd, but he, so he is, so how many level, like it's 5% chance of failure level above six is failure. Yes. Okay. Okay. So I like that. I get if he's level seven, then it has a 5% failure rate. Right. Right. I like that. I'm getting to roll percentiles. (laughs) Okay. So, you wiggle fingers like pow dispelioso and you (laughs) (laughs) boom what do you see you see a badass vampire who has a super cool hood like or not hood but uh the uh you know the uh the the pop collar like what you're rocking like you you are basically wearing like strahd chic yourself uh strahd does not have a fez on strahd has like slicked back, like uh, widow's peak uh, hair, except for like one little curl that drops down right down the middle, like you know. Uh, but otherwise, he's got the high, the high collar, the flowing cape, and he is moving quickly. And so he's now visible, and he gives you a little bit of like a half smile, and you see, of course, like the recurved thing mm-hmm. that's coming down from from the top lip, and. Uh, and he's just looking at you. For the other guys in the room, you're able to see Strahd the Vampire and all of his, his dark glory. Because he's in the shadows, but at least now you can see the figure of this cloaked vampire moving around the side of the room. Did, 
does anything happen to those zombies behind him? Uh, negative. Ah, damn. Well, it was worth a shot. There uh, he is. I guess that's him, <laughs> y'all. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, so Dispelioso happened. Uh, now, hand-to-hand combat, we can basically move into that. You guys don't have anything on you immediately, but is there... Like, are you readying any weapons? Are you getting anything ready for for that? Yeah, uh, I, I had grabbed I had grabbed my warhammer when I had started uh-huh. to move back towards the staircase. Okay. Um, so I've kind of been holding that in in the right hand and the torch in the left. Okay. So, uh, and Josh, you said, of course, you've got your holy symbol and your uh, your hammer, right? Right. Uh, I don't want to. Like what's the what's the where's the shield? You guys had like some awesome shield that you found before. Where did that shield go? You made it some awesome shield. I love it. <laughs> just, I just want to be clear. Like you got there, there was an awesome shield. There that was you found. an awesome shield. Yeah, I and 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 I ended up taking it because uh, uh, I, I I thought I I thought I should try to wield it. Uh huh. Um, but and I had to carry Irina. Right, and you had to carry Arena, and um, yeah. So I don't have the torch; I have the shield. Okay, yeah. well, do you want? Do, I mean, we can say that, or that you have the shield like last year back, you know, and you've got like a. That's torch. probably it, yeah, because we had to climb up through the hole. So okay, it's, yeah. yeah, it's it's been there. Okay, so you're yeah. wearing the shield like a Ninja Turtle shell, like right, like cap. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah. it's 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 it fits the same way even. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> does it does it does it feel like it fits with the armor that I'm wearing? Uh, I mean, it's of a type. I think we talked okay. about this a little bit. Like the shield itself is clearly made out of gold or brass yeah. or some sort of fine ore, and it's the kind of thing is that it's like hammered, so yeah. it it is very reflective to the light, but it's not. Uh, like it has lots of facets and indentions. Like the entire thing has been yeah. hammered out, uh, but it is easily made to be like like it's, yeah. it's large enough you can wear it like that. Okay. Um, cool. Do I do do I know uh, if if Hank has a sunlight spell that can shine off of a shield? I don't. I don't know. You, maybe if you guys talked about it, I just want to make sure we're not missing any of the. Yeah cool items that you guys have encountered yes uh because you guys are chock full of of magical <laughs> enhancements here uh and, and uh you are fighting a vampire and the undead so uh you know that oftentimes you need weapons of power to to slay the undead i do not have a sunlight spell i'm so sorry all right hank well hey man uh, you know, I got, I got this dope glow stick. <laughs> <laughs> so we have uh, you guys over uh, Arena's body and John's body. Okay, right. and we're yeah. at, we're gonna say we're at second round here, John. Okay, so you still got a while while you're snoozing. Okay, so, so for my <laughs> melee, for my melee, can if I see that he is asleep. If he's actually snoring, can I give him a little kick and try to sure. wake him up? Yep. Yeah, that's yep. what I'm going to do. Okay, you do that. He he's he's not responsive. He doesn't okay. like come to you. You you give him a whack that would be hard enough to wake up a drunken Grota because you've you've whacked a drunken Grota before. You know about what it would take to <laughs> to get 
to awake him, and he is non-responsive to that. In fact, Whack a Drunken Grota is a bar song back in Coldfield. <laughs> it's like a, it's like a, it's like a, uh, a row, row, row your boat. It's like yeah. a, it goes around. <laughs> whack, whack, whack a drunk, whack a drunken Grota. <laughs> okay, uh, so I think we've gone through where everybody's at and what everybody's doing. Uh, yeah. Are we good as far as y'all y'all side? Yeah. All right, so shit's gonna get real now because we're like we can yeah. we can get there. So the zombies that are coming out of the stairwell basically halt at the st- stairwell, so they're just there, like rocking back and forth, essentially barring the way. Yeah. Okay. So we were we were gonna bounce down the stairs, and yep. they are stopping that. Yep. So they're the meat shields that are there at the stairwell. The, uh, the wraith, the hooded figure that's coming towards you has, uh, a desiccated long, like weird, like the fingers way too long, like the index. Mm. Finger. Uh, it's like an almost like there's a bending of space. It seems to be like reaching out as it's coming closer. And <laughs> that is exactly right. And it's coming right towards Mike. Uh, and so oh, no. it's it's basically going to be able to reach Mike uh, at this point in time. And actually, so it's Mike and Brondo. Yeah, are, yeah, because I moved up next, side by side. Next, to next to me. Yeah, so it's but it's going. It is clearly pointing that weird icky finger at Hank's character or at, okay. at Mike's character. And Hank, like it's it's coming right. Yeah. There, so that's what's happening with the wraith's movement. And as for Strahd, he is—he's uh, like it's like where you're uh, like what do you call it? Where you cut in? Like if you were if you were the quarterback making the throw, you would be throwing based on the trajectory of of the uh, the receiver. The mm-hmm. receiver is hooking in. Strahd is now coming in, and rather than heading towards his zombies, he's basically moving towards. Uh, John's character on the ground, Arena's character on the ground, mm. and Josh's character standing over them. Okay, yes. so that's that's basically okay. what's happening. Uh, and so those are movements, and uh, the Wraith is going to be able to reach you guys, but Strahd needs one more round to actually get there. But that's clearly his trajectory. He is coming for uh, Groda and Arena because he dropped them right. Like he yeah. he, he cast the spell, and so he's coming. Okay, so that's that. Now, in terms of magic, let's go ahead. And the the wraith is right on top of us. Would Brondo have had a chance to whack it with his anything? Like just just by the basis of how BX rules play. Like this is how like yeah, because that's the race movement. Right. Yep. So one second. Okay. Uh, okay. So uh, there's one more spell that's being cast. Also, so Strahd, uh, he looks over his shoulder and he gives Hank a little bit of a wink, 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 nod, nod, and oh gosh, is he invisible again? Nope. Uh, there are now four Strahds. Like he does. That. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. That's what. Uh, that's what's moving towards. Uh, wrote <laughs> on the ground so so that's right okay now the wraith is basically reaching out and he wants to attack hank and so okay, okay. 
Don't die, Hank. This is going to be bad. Let's see. I'm doing my best. Doing my best. Do you have any reaction to being trolled, Hank? Uh, no, he's not being I'm, trolled. He's being raped. I kind of like it. <laughs> <laughs> What's your armor class, Hank? Uh, I have an AC of eight. Okay. Eight. Roll a one. Roll a one. Roll a one. Oh my god. Okay. So Wraith is like sticking the icky finger out to like poke your eyeball, and it like goes it goes like right past you, and it like brushes <laughs> your brushes your 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 long Jesus hair because I am imagining that. Uh, <laughs> that Hank has the same hair as Mike. He looks exactly like you, only he's wearing the fuzz. And but the wispy hairs, uh like your your wispy long hairs, the, the icky finger just sort of like brushes past you. Uh and you lucked out. Does his hair turn gray on that side? <laughs> yeah. So we'll go ahead and say that now you have like a streak of gray kind of like oh, uh, it looks so good with my fez style. That's awesome. <laughs> you withered a little bit there. Uh, you will, uh, you will feel this wraith's damage to your core, just FYI. So that's, do I know, is it the, is it the first wife that we left in the basement? It is, it is uh, a shrouded hooded figure. You've not seen the face of this thing, but the, the, the elven wife that you saw before she was in the, uh, the sort of like white shift dress, like the, the white linen dress and, fully exposed and like uh, very pale, like translucent white fair skin. This char- character has like liver warded, like hairy, like gross, like, you know, man arms coming towards you. Gross <laughs> man arms. <laughs> so, so that's, that's a, that's, that's that. Okay. So now we're going to roll back over to you guys. So it's now movement on your side. So be thinking about that. So what is Uleg doing over uh, sleepy Grota? Um, if, if I can't, if, I, if I realize that I'm not going to be able to kick him and wake him up, um, I am going to try to remember back to my, my lessons from, uh, the, the forge and from the, uh, uh, the church and see if I can remember anything that I've heard about magical sleep. Uh, so go ahead and roll, uh, 3d6. Okay. 13. Is that under your wisdom? Yep. Wisdom is 16. Okay, what do you think you've heard about magically induced like drowsiness and sleep? Like, what might be a, a common way to sort of wake up somebody from that kind of condition? Well, I feel like Hank would try and kiss him fully on the mouth. <laughs> right, on the mouth kiss, yeah. Uh, but uh. instead of that, <laughs> I'm not going to try that. Uh, instead of that, I am. Oh, man, I don't know. Okay, I'm gonna take one of the potions from my belt. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the Cure Light Wounds potion, mm-hmm. and I have no idea if this will work. But I'm gonna try to pour a little bit into his mouth and mm-hmm. see if that rejuvenates him. Okay, so uh, so you can go ahead and 
And that's your, that's kind of the action that you want to do. You're not going to move, but that's kind of like where you're going. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so, so the yeah. holy symbol is on a chain around my mm-hmm. neck. I mm-hmm. I have it uh, outstretched from my neck in my hand. I drop mm-hmm. it. So it just clings against my chain shirt. Uh-huh. And then I pull one of these uh, flasks of potion that I made yep. and I pull the cork with my teeth and then I, try and pour this into the the gaping snoring mouth of my buddy Groda. I like it. Okay, cool. So that's that's what's going on there. Now in terms of Brondo, what is Brondo yeah. doing? Um okay, since I was right next to Hank, I'm seeing this wraith come like just come right up to us. That's right. Um I have I have the torch in my left hand and I are I'm already have the the hammer in my right. Can mm-hmm. I sort of like push the torch or like toss the torch at the wraith while bringing the hammer up to grab it with the, my left, my left hand. If you want to, to I mean, you like, can, like, yeah, like toss it at the wraith to try to back it up a little bit. And oh, I see. Up with my hammer. Okay. Yeah, no, you can do that. So you're basically tossing the, the torch away. You're going right. to be okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And that, like the torch, wherever it falls, it's going to be illuminating that, that portion of the room yeah. anyway, too. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But I'm just seeing if I can get it to back up so I can come up with the hammer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so that's easily done. Uh, and then let's see here. Mike, what are you doing? What's, uh, what's your character going to be doing, like, as far as movement? Oh, uh, getting away from this wraith for one. Okay. Um, so then the question is, where are you going? Like, are you going towards uh uh groda who's on the ground and uh uleg with him are you going away from brondo towards the throne are you going towards the doors that the wraith came through because there's a door that's like open now uh and then there's the zombies or of course you could take the quick exit and just bail out the window where the wolves were howling to the wolves. Yeah. Just, just throw yourself I'm to the done. wolves. Out wolves for me. <laughs> oh. Zombies aren't moving. They just, they're just, they didn't do anything last time. They're just standing still in that doorway. Is right. Okay. Well, they're like kind of, you know, yeah, yeah. But like, they're not, they're not advancing on us. What I'm doing is uh, rocking back and forth. For those listeners that can't see the feed, um, a lot of shoulders. Yeah, a little bit of the uh, the shoulder movement. There. A lot, a lot of good. shoulders how, in this rock. How yeah. close is Strahd to them? Uh, to uh, uh, okay. to Groda at all? Right. They are like at this point, he will be on. Like he is like less than thirty feet away. Like he is like the next round. He's on them. Okay, because he um, basically had to cover you know, 60 to 80 feet to catch up with them. And this has taken him three, three movements to get there. I'm going to guess he is not super strong, like a giant. Uh, so I'm going to get away from this wraith as far as my movement will take me and like kind of, um, but not running towards, uh, Rhoda, like trying to make a triangle, like away from the wraith, kind of, I don't know, away from everybody. <laughs> Uh, and I'm going to cast web on Strahd and try to catch him and okay. stop him before he gets there. So you, but just so we're clear, like we're we're at the movement here. So you're moving. Who? Yeah. Where are you moving in the room? Um, 
Like, are you moving towards, towards Groda all. at all? Are you moving towards the throne or are you moving towards the broken window or are you moving towards the door? Okay. Like, those are your options. Uh, what about yeah, the hole I, in the floor? That's the true. There is that too. Yeah. You can um, move to that. I guess I'll move towards the throne if everything in my head is laid out the way I think it is. Yeah. This is why oh. I wish we don't have roll 20 here. Like, this yeah. is where. Oh, nope, I take that back. Webb only has a range of 10 feet, so I'm running towards Strahd. Okay. Never so mind. you're running towards Strahd. I'm going to run towards Strahd and try to get him and get him in this web before he gets to Rota and Arena. Okay. All right, so that's your movement. So you're running. You're basically going to be at the group this next time around as is Strahd. Everybody's basically coalescing here. Okay. Okay. And then, uh, so uh, that takes us, that's their movement. So now in terms of missile or magic, so you can't do web this round, Mike. It'll have to be the next round. Because he's not he's not there. Like again, it's the it's the artifact of the rule system we're playing. Okay. Like you've declared your movement. You're going toward like you're basically with uh, Groda at all, but Strahd's not there yet. Okay, I can't, and I can't get all the way to him within ten feet of him. No. Yeah, okay. you're gonna. Yeah. Well, then I I will. Um, well, is haste should still be going right? Oh yeah, that should double my movement. I'm not sure if it is or not. But if it lasted thirty minutes or, or whatever, because we had we had an extra fifty. No, yeah, I mean the ha- that 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 applies, but it's a matter like Strahd's not there. But uh, so so what's the range on Web? Like it just it says ten feet, which yeah, it makes a so big... so Strahd's not there yet. Like he is not ten feet okay. away from you. If you want to be on Strahd, you can do that. Like, um, yeah, I'll, I'm going to get as close to Strahd as I can to get this off this round if I can. Okay, so you have effectively cast a web on Strahd, so he's like basically and like he comes down to the ground because he's essentially webbed to his location. Is that right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So he has become like webbed, and you kind of like he come kind of comes down to one knee, and that knee gets like glued to the ground, and he has like the sticky mass around him, and, and he has become entangled in the web that has him like adhered to the floor. Okay, guys, this doesn't last that long, so let's make it quick. Oh, right. I've got it lasts a long time. Well, it lasts a long time, but he can break out in two d four rounds. Right. Okay. Um, so I used presumably my movement and all of my potential actions trying to get this, this potion uncorked and pour it into Grota's mouth. Mm -hmm. Right. So I'm pretty much done for this turn. Yeah, Right. So, uh, so that was the magic. Uh, okay. So now let's go ahead and say just for the, for the sake of like expediting things, John, you are coming back out of a deep sleep, uh, and it's taking you this round, like the 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 rejuvenative properties of whatever the herbs are that were just poured down your throat. Like they're they're taking a moment to 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 react. But next next round, you'll be able to be back up on your feet. They're coating the my will- uvula right now. I'm That's right. Feeling it. It's the will slain. Give it a moment. You'll be dizzy. 
Groggy Groda. <laughs> Groggy Groda is something to be be fearful of. Okay, so I think that takes us through. Uh, there's no hand to hand, right? Or actually, are you going to be able to attack Brondo? Like, um, yeah, because I mean, the, the, yeah, yeah, because because so now I have the hammer in both hands. Yep, and you um, can attack. You can make yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go after the wraith since it's right there. Okay. So you will need to roll and go ahead and scribble this out on the margin of your sheet. Uh, You'll need to roll a 14 to hit. Okay. Yep. So let's roll. Let's reconcile like one and then the other. So go ahead and roll your first to hit, and then if it, you strike, we'll roll damage, and then the second one and repeat. Okay. Um, so I have Hulk, so which is plus two melee damage. All right. So let's see. You're using your your axe, right? Yeah. Your, yeah, and that thing is it an axe or a hammer? It's a hammer. It, so it's uh, it, what's its damage though? It's it's a magic hammer. Yeah, it's 1d8, and then um, the magic damage is, it's cold magic. Mm-hmm. And yours is a, a frost hammer plus two. Okay. So, frost or, hammer. Uh, Justin, so so it's standard uh, battle axe, which is, is that 1d8? Yeah. Yeah, so it's 1d8 is the damage for it, plus two, plus your your extra okay. like, physical damage but before that of course roll your roll your two hit yeah yeah all right eight okay yep and so you needed to roll 14 i said yeah so it's eight uh so you missed so it was your yep. first attack so go ahead and roll again okay 12 Okay. Yep. And so you don't have any bonuses to to two hit, right? No. Yep. Okay. So uh, so you miss with both, uh, but you're swiping at this wraith, this ethereal, like shrouded, like death creature who's reaching out to you with his like stinky, scary <laughs> finger. Uh, and he's like trying to just touch something like a desiccated and... Arsenio Hall. <laughs> <That's>, yeah. <laughs> yep. Arsenio Hall is our death dealer, our our, our wraith. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so that's what's going on there. Okay, all right. So now we're flipping back around. Okay, so Strahd is uh, down to clown. Uh, he's glued to the floor. Uh, Strahd is pretty strong, and so Webb says, "Let's see here." So. Uh, average strength of 9 to 12 will take 2d4 rounds to break the web, but Strahd's uh, strength is 18. He is like 18 slash 76 strength. Like he's he's super strong. So presumably he would be able to break the web much quicker than that. So what do you guys think? Like 2d4 but minus like uh, 4? Like because he would be two steps above average as far as like yeah that does that sound fair yeah either okay. that or just 1d4 so well, let's just do so we'll do the 2d4 so that's four but minus the four minus the four so yeah. basically that bot that like that locked him into a place so he is his movement 
and basically his action because he can't cast any magic or anything right now is the uh, the multi the multi strawed because you basically webbed the four of them. That's the way we're gonna play it. Like he mm-hmm. like busts open and then they all like the he's free. Okay, uh, so that's Strahd's actions. Do the do the other Strahds disappear after? Nope. The, the, mm-hmm. Okay. Don't worry, I'm gonna I'm gonna take care of that next round. So, uh, and so with that, uh, the wraith is basically on top of uh, Brondo, and yeah. he's staying there. I'm so sorry, Brondo. He's so reaching out with his little finger. His big finger. So and, no, his little finger. His little finger. So uh, gross. And uh, <laughs> two of the zombies are going to begin to make forward progress towards uh, John, uh, towards you, like towards uh, Groda at all. Okay, so like towards the central mass of characters, two of the zombies begin to approach, and they're not going to reach you this round, but next round they'll be on you. Okay, because that's like they that's the the distance that they're going to cover. Okay, so that's moving. All right, and then uh, so uh, in terms of other things to reconcile, the wraith is reaching out to uh, Brondo, and so your what's your AC, sir? Uh, It's different. Oh uh, well, I put I put the I put the suit of armor on, so that gave me plus three. So that's I'm at ten. Okay, so your armor class is ten. Okay, cool. All right. This thing reaches out with his finger, <laughs> and uh, it does two points of damage to you. It basically reaches out with its finger yeah. and is able to like find a, a spot and actually touch the exposed flesh of your neck and it touches you and it only does like two points of damage. It just barely like scrapes you with the, with the finger. But the other thing that it does is it drains one level. Okay. Ugh. So you need, you're basically losing uh, your uh, hit point monitor, like whatever your hit points would be. You're you're mm-hmm. losing them. So you're a fighter, right? Yeah. A fighting man. A fighting Tried. man. <laughs> you done real good, so, kid. Go ahead and roll one d eight. Roll low. Yeah. Four. Okay. And do you have a Constitution modifier? Uh, nope. So you lose, like your hit points just went from whatever it was max down by four. Okay. Okay. So that so, takes me to 21. And now is that minus the two from the touch as well? Minus two on top of that. Okay. So 19. So that's your, that's your standing and you're now a fifth level character. So you just lost a level. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, none of your saving throws matter. Uh, I think really the only thing we have to deal with is hit points. But you just felt yourself like age by about like a decade. Like it, you yeah. just, you just felt part of your life force be sucked out of your body with that, that little pokey finger. Sure. Yep. <laughs> so that's the wraith. Uh, 
And now we're cycling back around. Are you guys good? Do we need to take a break or anything? I'm good. I'm good. Good. Let's rock. All right. So uh, as far as movement, uh, does anybody want to move from their current position? Let's just go. We'll just play it that way. Uh, No. Okay. Yes. Okay. Uh, I'm going to back up and get towards uh, the main party group. Since I since like I webbed Strahd and that's all I wanted to do, mm. um, I'm gonna get back with them. Okay, so you can get with them, John. Let's go ahead and say that your character, like you're gonna have to like get to your feet and everything. Okay. Are you gonna take Arena in your arms? No. Okay, so you're like stumbling to your feet, like, yeah. and that's that's all you would be reasonably able to do movement wise. Uh, and uh, Brondo, are you doing any movement? Uh. I'm going to get up and go to Grota. Okay. So you basically we can, everybody can coalesce in a central sort of position. Uh, so where is arena in all of this? Like, are you guys all surrounding her? Are you like all like surrounding one another and arena's off to the side? Like clearly arena is the thing that Strahd has alluded to. Like, I just want to make sure you guys are declaring now where she's, where she's at in the mix. Well, she was on top um, of me. If I'm she was on top up, of, right. So oh, wherever, but, that's, so, but, but I ask you, like, is she like, are you, are you carrying her or not? And I thought you no. said that. Well, you no, were you, not. you said when I fell asleep, she was, she was laying on top of me. So right, if but I'm, you said you, you stood up, but right. you did not pick her. Up. Right. So, so she is now laying on the floor. Right. She slid off of me and is laying on the floor in front of me. I don't know what oh, that right. means for the rest of the party. Uh-huh. Um, I would position myself in such a way that you and I were between her and Strahd. Okay. So we'll just for the sake of like painting a picture here, there's four of you guys. We'll say in all cardinal directions, you guys are all like around her, sort of like circling her in. Is that is that fair to say, or do you want to be like in between Strahd and her? Say so we just um, get. I'm going to get in between Strahd and Arena. Okay. So everybody's in between Strahd and Arena. Okay. That's, I just want to like establish yes. where she is in the mix. Okay. Uh, okay. So that's movement now in terms of magic or missile combat. Is there anything that's going on? Uh, I'm going to do some magic. All right. Let's go ahead. And uh, if you want to do your magic, do your magic. Okay. Uh, I am using the, the power that uh, courses through my veins from the the divine fires of the forge, and I am going to look at the uh, the wraith. Oh, okay. And I am going to attempt to turn it. Okay. And so, looking at the table, mm-hmm. wraith is it requires a. Oh no! It doesn't require a roll. You can um, automatically turn it. Is that right? Yeah, uh, it's two d6 hit dice of undead. Mm-hmm. Yep. So let me roll my two d6. Oh yeah. Six, seven, eight, nine. So nine. Oh okay. Yeah. So you're easily able to uh, to turn this creature. So okay. you you blast it back, and what happens when you turn a creature? Um, it turns and moves at its full uh, movement rate away from from me um and so uh i pick up my uh symbol with the the anvil and the hammer 
and I say something to the effect of, uh, uh, we are all but sparks from the forge, but sparks produce flame and, and gotcha. holy fire erupts from my, my hand. And, and, uh, that guy turns around and runs. Yeah. And then with, his, like, with his gross finger, just yeah. pointed out. <laughs> it's like, like moving backwards. It's like what, if you were trying to make like a, a special effect in a movie where you have the footage of the character coming towards you, you just like play the tape backwards. So and it goes, it goes back into the door that was opened. Okay, right. so it's it is now like that is that's where it's going. Awesome. Okay, okay, cool. okay. Uleg, if we, if we make it out of here, I'll go to church with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A convert. <laughs> okay, uh, so so that's magic. Do you have any magic, Hank? Heck yeah. Um, hey, uh, say Hank, yeah. <laughs> It's a thing now. It's a thing now. He did it last time. Got a catchphrase. Um, (laughs) The zombies that are coming up to Strahd, are they within 30 feet of him? Oh, yeah. Are are they within 30 feet of Strahd? Yes. Yeah, yeah. At this point, uh, the two zombies that are coming in and Strahd are going to be on you this turn. So they are within 30 feet of you. Okay. Uh, and just I'm, to make it easy, they are within 30 feet of each other. Okay. I'm going to lob a fireball over that way, and I'm going to do it so that it catches all of them, but, like, comes short of catching our party. So, like, <laughs> if they're 20 feet from us, I'm going to throw it. Uh, what is it? Forty feet diameter or radius? Uh, it's a di- it's a uh, diameter. Yeah, it's basically like a wall, like a. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I'm gonna catch all of them, but try to leave us like not not on fire. Okay. So what page is Fireball on? Fireball is forty eight. Okay. Yeah. Fireball. All of these are like right in the same couple. <laughs> yeah. Just does a shot of fireball. I cast Goldschlager. <laughs> okay, so the uh, they need to make a saving throw versus spells for half for half damage. Right. Okay, so we'll go ahead and start with Strahd because, of course, that's the more important thing. And um, is Strahd still kind of within the web? Because if you when you burn a web, that does an additional 1d6 of damage from the web burning. The web is broken, though, like the last okay. time around. Yeah. Okay. He snapped okay. it. Okay, so Strahd is able to save for half. That's legit. I totally rolled <laughs> over. So he needed a 14 and he got a 16. And then let me see what the, the zombies... The zombies save as... Oh shit! Fighter ones. Okay, they're gonna get toasted. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, that's right. Doesn't save. Doesn't save. Okay, you're toasting zombies here. Okay, so go ahead and roll full damage for the zombies, half damage for Strahd. All right. Six, seven, eight, nine, uh, twelve, seventeen. Five is 22. Okay, so 22 points. So that kills both the zombies. They just basically become, like, crispy, like, undead critters. They just, like, conflagrate in front of you. And so you did how many 22, you said? 22. You, like, light strawed up. And his uh, his cloak is clearly 
uh, burnt, and he is pissed. Uh, <laughs> Nobody makes me bleed. Awesome. <laughs> and we'll go ahead and say, yeah, that Hank, you be you be a crazy psycho. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he. Uh, like all of his multiples are gone too. Cause you catch them all like that. It just, it, it, it does that. So, uh, okay. So, yep. So that's, that's magic. Uh, and you've just like, it was dark, right? Like everybody was in the dark. You were in this cobwebby room. Like there's little wisps of the web spell that are burning away. Cobwebs are burning. There's little bits and pieces of like rotten rafters that were on the floor that are like, embers and there's like there's lots of smoke <laughs> from this spell like you've never seen Hank just like light it up I don't know have you ever like cast a fireball before uh, I mean it. I've cast it but I don't think I've done it in front of them yeah like this is dramatic this is like this is that thing that it's like straight up chaos fire magic and it just <laughs> I'm, exploded <laughs> I'm, I'm in shock and I'm I'm looking at, at Brondo and I'm like, did you know he could do that? I didn't know he could do that. Yeah. Did you know? Look at look at Gro. Did you know he could do that? I was gonna shake it up. Don't say it's the Fez, Hank. Oh, in the Fez. (laughs) Okay. So uh is there any uh well there wouldn't be any hand-to-hand combat because nobody's like on you. So, okay, so we're done with that. Strahd's basically, it's his turn, right? right. So, uh, so as far as movements, there are the two zombies that are by the door that didn't, that didn't get burnt up. There is Strahd, and there is the, the door, the doors that are open that the wraith has disappeared down. There's something coming up those up those stairs, so you can hear movement that's happening deeper in. Okay, uh, but you don't see what it is. But there's something coming up those stairs. Uh, so that's Great. that takes care of movement. Strahd is standing where he is, and you guys are all right there, clustered. Right. Oh, that's so we're gonna we're gonna eat a fireball right now. Yep. So Strahd, Strahd raises that eyebrow just a little bit higher, and he is doing... Kamehameha. <laughs> All right, so everybody needs to uh, do a saving throw versus Rod Staffer spell, right, Mike? Okay. Yes? Yep. <laughs> you still have Fireball up there? Yeah. Okay. It's great. Having a magic user, like, it's just making it easier on me running strong. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, no. I didn't, I didn't save. I rolled a 20. Good nice. job. Sleepy Grota is, a- is invincible. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a 9. Yeah, no, I rolled a 3. Okay, so you guys are going to take some major damage. Yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, Probably both your eyebrows. I want it just to be one. <laughs> I guess if I had made my save, it would just be one. I will now, have now my... uh, uh, the the you know the old Kalish woman did say that you would you would have a moment of blinding brilliance. <laughs> That's <laughs> this, true. This yep. is it. All right. That's a lot of dice. Yep. 
Okay. So who else taking full damage? I am. Me. What what are you taking, Hank? Oh, I, I got a 17, so I'm taking half. Okay. So the guys that are taking full damage, you take 22 points. Ooh. <laughs> and the guys that are taking half, of course, you take 11. Uh, oh, man. I've just, I've just I've just been incinerated. Are you dead? I'm dead. I only had 19 because the race got me. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, no. All right. So uh, so you drop and let, so let's 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 play this out. So you had your your uh, hammer in your hand, right? I did. And your shield on your back. Yep. And basically you just get crisped and you drop down. And so you're basically laying down chest on the ground, right? Yep. So we've never had a character death, uh, but you have officially dropped. Like you drop below zero hit points, and so uh, so we'll just play that, okay? Uh, and that was everybody's actions. Like Strahd, that was his thing. He wasn't. He can't. He's not doing anything else. And we're cycling back around. So that's what you guys have just seen. Okay. So mm-hmm. now we're starting back around in terms of movement. Does anybody want to move from their current position? Because everybody has the capability of moving except for, of course, Brondo. I'm blinking, <laughs> blinking several times. Uh, smoke, my, the smoke from my hair and my flesh and my cloak is billowing up in my face. And as I'm trying to regain my sight and see where Brondo fell, I'm running toward him as quickly as I can. Brondo! No! So he's, he's there. Yeah, you're able to like get right on top of him. Like, yeah. you know, a, a mother over her slain cub. You're, you're standing there, uh, like, back arched up. Uh, what are you doing, uh, Hank? And what are you doing, uh, Groda? The, the door that the rake went down and uh, – we hear pounding coming up. Can I get there and close the door? Like it is it uh, like sixty feet? Yeah, we'll say yeah. You can get there. Yeah, you could. Yeah, you're basically going to put yourself like Strahd will be in between you and the party, but we can say that you can move that distance. Oh, because he's he's basically like in between the like in between the two, right? Right. Like he's he is in like, but you can if you want to do that. Hmm. Because I was gonna try to get the door sh- closed and then do a hold, hold portal on it to keep it shut, so we can at least mitigate that, so we're not mobbed as bad. So um, you, I mean, well, so I, you could you could move and do that. So if you want to do that, you yeah, can. Can I get there and mm-hmm. get the door shut and then cast hold portal on it this turn? Yep. We'll say that. Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, then I'm going to do that and try to at least keep us from getting mobbed. Okay, so that's your movement. Uh, and then, uh, John, what is Groda doing? Groda's going to look at Brondo and Uleg. He's going to look over at Hank as he's running Naruto style towards the door. <laughs> yep. Uh, um, he's going to look Except da- you don't know that I'm going to try to close the portal, so it just looks like I'm running away at this point. I'm going <laughs> yeah. to look down at Arena and I'm going to take the, the magic axe off my back. Okay, okay. So you are still standing over the posse, right? Should it should be stated stated that Arena is now burnt and like her remains. They, they were her remains like before 
they are now not even like she's burnt. She was caught in this fireball just as y'all were. Barbecue remains. Yeah. She, she didn't yeah. get a saving throw. Is right. Corpse. <laughs> right. But yeah, so you you are still standing there over your fallen compatriot and arena, and uh Uleg is like calling out to Perun. So that's movements. Uh in terms of magic, so you're casting hold portal, is that right, Mike? Yeah, if I can get that door shut, I'm gonna hold yeah. portal and keep it shut. You can. Is there and there's no spell on that? I'm sorry, there's no roll on that. It's just a, it happens. It just happens. Yeah. Um, uh, a knock spell will open it. Any creature yeah. with three or more hit dice greater than the caster can open it in one round. Uh huh. And if the door shuts again, it locks again. Okay. Cool. Okay. So that's that's good to know. Okay. Uh, and that's that action. Uh, there's no melee because you're not on Strahd and there are no zombies that are on you guys. So, uh, is anybody doing anything to Justin's character this turn? Um, yes, so I can take gonna... my axe, take my shield. I'm going to cast, uh, cure light wounds right. on so, him to see if it has an effect. Yeah, so this is your, like, that's your magic. Like, you basically moved, and then you're, you were also casting Cure Light Wounds. So you lay on hands, and go ahead and roll heal for that. Okay. What was your yeah. negative value, Justin? Uh, I, was, I was at minus two. Okay. Okay, good. Okay, so I rolled a two, and I think I get plus mm-hmm. my wisdom. Mm-hmm. So that's another two. So you're back to two hit points. So right. you're you're stable, but you're still badly burnt. And, yeah. yeah. Uh, but you're not dead. Yeah. So I'm, so like, I'm like Doctor Doom. I've been fried into this suit. <laughs> yeah. So exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And so we can talk about what you see here in just a second, Justin. Yeah. Uh, but basically, you saw a light. You saw a forge. You saw a fiery. A uh, speck and a gulf of black, inky darkness, and you feel as almost as if like there was a rope tied around you, and something yanks you back, and that's just what you see, sort of like coming back. Okay, so I think that takes us through y'all's actions. <laughs> you smelled hot dogs on it, cooking yeah. on a grill. <laughs> it's, you, you, you taste delicious. You smell delicious. <laughs> okay. Uh, the, uh, the actions or the movements that take place this time. So Strahd is just looking at you and snarling. He's feral. Uh, the zombies, the two zombies begin to, that are at the door begin to come to you, but it'll take, like, they're not going to reach you this round. It'll be the next round. Okay. Uh, and that's their movements. So basically, Strahd's not moving, and the zombies begin to move towards you. And then, uh, in terms of other actions, Strahd disappears. He becomes a smoky wisp. He basically uh, polymorphs into a gaseous form. uh, And... 
is slipping away up towards the rafters, and that's his action. Okay. Uh, I have to make a correction. It's plus one for my cure, so you're not at two. Justin, you're at one. one. Yeah, you're at one. Nice. Nice. It's even more epic. Okay. Yeah, it's it's not your it's not your wisdom. It's just plus one. Okay. So uh, that was a good roll, actually. <laughs> so uh, so that's the actions this round. So cycling back around, uh, is anybody moving on your side? Is like Justin, you are coming too, so you're not going to be yeah. able to, like like jump up and like run in any direction. But for the other uh, adventurers, are you moving from your positions around uh, Brondo? Are you moving towards the zombies? Are you moving to other places in the room? No, I'm not moving away from, from Brondo. Anybody else? No. Okay. Actually, I should say, Hank, so you're at the doors because you had to like place the the whole okay. portal. So are you moving back to the group or are you staying at the doors? That that uh, fireball hurt. Uh-huh. Uh, and so I'm going to stay over here. Okay. Lessons learned. <laughs> and most of my magic has range to it anyhow, so I can work just as well away from yeah. them. Okay. Okay. So, so Strahd is yeah. gone. Well, are we? Do we get another magic turn? So yeah, you do. You do. He is. He is a smoky wisp that is now up in the air and uh, what amorphous. He's. He has. He is not of that. Yeah. Yeah, but he can so still zomb- see us. Presumably, I mean, if yeah. if fog can see, I'm gonna hold the axe to the desiccated form of Arena, like my big fire axe. I'm gonna be like, mm-hmm. "This is this is what you want, right?" Yeah, I'm gonna okay. take it away so, from you. So that's what you're doing. Yeah, okay. Uh, Come down I mean, and fight me, or this is it. Okay, we're in y'all's movement stage. So that's what's happening here. So movement and declarative statements about uh, what you'll do to arena says, says, says Groda. Uh, I think it's a revealing uh, character choice. Groda. So I'm not not saying it's wrong, but, but think about what that would mean. I, Uh, I was trying to convey that when I looked down at her, like I, I made a hard decision here. No, it's okay. I think it's good. Uh, we've got some uh, some changing of, of uh, perspectives here. We're all we're learning. We're growing. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, are there any more like non magical or non like melee activities that are happening? No. Okay. So, are there any magical activities that are happening? Uh, there is from okay. from Uleg. Okay. So, what's up, Uleg? So looking around the room really quickly, there are no other zombies. Like the, the door was closed. There are no other undead in there's, here with there's us. There's two zombies that are coming towards you. Towards us. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So there are um, two that you that you were crisp. And then there's the two that now are now coming towards you. Okay. Uh, I am holding aloft my symbol again. Uh-huh. Yep. And uh, repeating my... Uh, my mantra about the forge and the sparks. Mm-hmm. I reach out with the divine power within me and I turn undead again. And, uh, I don't know. So looking in the, the cyclopedia, 
mm-hmm. z- zombies are destroyed mm-hmm. by by a level six cleric, but I don't know if these guys are are different. You do. You, okay. You are they they are zombies, but they have a couple special abilities. But for all intents and purposes, they're the same hit die. So whenever that happens, how do you think that undead are destroyed when you when you uh, use Perun's fire? So I do six hit dice of of. Uh, uh, I destroy six hit dice worth of zombies and uh, the, the beam of holy uh, radiance just leaps from my holy symbol again. And from one zombie to the next, like chain lightning. Oh, just cool. <laughs> and they kinda, burst, burst yeah. into this bright flame and, and burn so intensely like the hot blue flame in the forge uh-huh. and then there there is nothing left it's it's just a pile of ash and it, and they're whatever they were carrying but anything organic is just burnt to a cinder i love it it's like the uh like the introduction to john carpenter's the thing where it like like <laughs> yeah. burns through the screen <laughs> and they just like burn into like like this there's, there's way less ash than you would think would be there for like a big uh like hulking like uh, infantryman zombie like there's just like the very littlest amount of of organic material it's such a pure fire it burns them <laughs> to near entirety there's nothing there's nothing there oh and yeah. you just run up and just snort the ash. <laughs> <laughs> I, I burn you with the holy fire <laughs> all right uh okay so that's that's the uh, the action there does anybody have any other actions like, like we've kind of talked through, there's nothing else that can be done, I don't think. Well, uh, go ahead. To what I might know is going to uh-huh. be what I do. Okay. Um, do I think another um, dispel magic will make him turn back into human form? Or, like, was invisibility a spell? Or was that something innate that vampires can do? And can I dispel, like, his gaseous form? You well okay so there was like layers of questions there so right. you so don't yeah you don't yeah, yeah you don't know how he was invisible before right uh, and then as far as dispel magic it says this spell destroys other spell effects in a cube of twenty by twenty by twenty it does not affect magical items spell right. effects created by a higher level caster might not be affected. There's that 5% rule. So I guess what I would say is he one, like I don't think you could reach him with where he is. Okay. Uh, and, like you could try to dispel whatever that spell is that he used to turn into gas, but that's what we could say. Like if you want to try it, right. you could. Right. So yeah. Cause I wasn't sure if dispel magic, like, vampires are like innately magical so if it's something he can just do like innately i don't know if i can dispel that yeah you don't you don't know okay uh man because i don't think one the one fireball i could get off on him is gonna bring him down uh so let's just give it a shot and try to spell magic again and see if we can make him turn into like human form from 60 feet up okay and you don't need to roll anything it just happens right it just happens but there's that that five percent failure rate right yeah so he is like nothing the wispy like just sort of like floats there and that's that's all you see damn okay (laughs) 
uh, I thought that's how it was going to go, but I just, I didn't. Fireball, I don't think would finish it off, and that, I thought this might be a, a good trick. Okay. Uh, and so, uh, with that, it we're back around, and that wispy bit that's floating up there just floats out the broken window. Great. Like slips out, like slips out into the larger courtyard, and uh, the uh, the wolves that are out there begin to howl again, and uh, that's that's what we hear. Okay, okay. We can break out of uh, we can break out of initiative. <sighs> Guys. What do you guys do? We're lucky to be alive. Uh, I remind everyone that I breathe some potions for them. So loud. We're all going to die. Yeah, we were gonna die. We have we have potions. I brewed them before we uh, left on this journey, Um, and uh, each of us should probably, especially Brondo, you need to take a couple. (laughs) You need to take a couple, and I think we each had two. So I would urge you to take at least one of them, and maybe even both of them. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So those would be cure light wounds. So. that would be a D6 plus one back each okay. for each one you drink. Okay. So I'm going to drink both of them if you're offering. Luke, Luke, you're muted. Yeah, so go ahead and just max it out. So it's a D6 plus one, is that right? Yeah. So it's seven times two, so you get 14 back. Oh, okay. okay. Yep. Sweet. And I am also going to drink one of mine. Okay, same thing applies. So go ahead and max it out. Okay, <clears throat> I'm gonna take mine. I, okay, Hank feels after, like Hank has done magic before, but not so many high level spells. So like bang, bang, bang. But Hank is spent. Like yeah, he has a little bit of magic left in him, but he is just like I need a I need a nap, guys. <laughs> yeah. So you guys are you you're pretty jittery. Like that's actually like that was legit serious combat. And it happened very relatively quickly, uh, and there was a lot that went on there. But that was different than uh, fighting goblins like a few years ago. That was a different thing. Yeah. Is, yeah. Well, go ahead. Do I still hear the pounding of feet or whatever behind the door that has become deathly quiet? Okay. So it was a cacophony and then just silence. It was like a series of steps. Like coming up, it was a single set of steps. But since the the whole portal, you've not heard anything. Um, Okay. And so this is a good place to break uh, for, for the night. But just to sort of set the stage, it is in the middle of the night. Uh, Strahd has... Uh, become gaseous at will and exited the room 
through the outside of the like he went out the window the broken window uh there are wolves that are howling outside of the window do you guys go out and look like look out the window or anything i want to yeah yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna stay with arena i'm like all tore up about this okay and kind of like crying with her so so there is like almost uh like an if you think about like how an amphitheater amphitheater is arranged where you have like, like a couple rows worth of circular like seating. That's what you see. Like you see wolves just sitting there looking up expectantly at the window <laughs> when you go to look out Uleg and uh, you see like wry smiles. It's almost as if these, these wolves are smiling at you and just, looking at you like a tasty morsel. So they're just there looking. Uh, and so that's what's outside. Uh, you have two staircases, like where the zombies were, there's basically stairs that go up and stairs that go down, but it's like that spiral staircase kind of connector. And there are two sets of doors, one where Hank has placed the whole portal and there was something on the other side. And there's another set of stair, uh, another, uh, I should, I should say another door that has not yet been opened or closed. Okay. Does that make sense? So that's, that's where we're at. And then of course there's the hole in the floor where you guys came up. Right. Uh, and you've not investigated the throne either, but that is kind of the lay of the land. So that's a very, Uh, that's a good place to, to wrap it up. I think like we just looking at the infinity ward. (laughs) We did looking out the window. Do I see the, uh, the, the cloud monster that Strahd has become? No, no, he's, it's gone. You look up and you see, like uh, a sky that's become very clear. Like this, it's the kind of thing where after a storm moves through and it's a very clear night sky afterwards. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what, that's what you're seeing here. Like the front has moved through and it is icy and cold. Mm. Damn. That was fun. Cool. Uh, that's, that's I'm, not how I thought things were going to go. I, I, I expected resolution, but whatever. I mean, I can't ever predict like <laughs> when a, when a campaign's going to end, like I expected us to be done here, but <laughs> this, this makes it better. Like I, I really think that if things had ended here, it would have felt a little bit like, uh, even if like whether we had won or lost a mm-hmm. little bit anticlimactic, like I, yeah. I think that we needed to, to fight this dude a couple times. Yeah, we've set some stakes now.